first real no, one? No, I, I was on the second. I was oh. on the second real one, yeah, and okay. then Dylan was on the first real one. No, I was on the third one because Sabriel was on the second. Oh, she was. Wasn't she? Yeah, it she was. was. Sabriel, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Steven, would you like to actually give us a little small intro? Hello, everybody, and welcome to Fan With Episode 8, the eighth episode of the official Fanbyte podcast, where you get all of your news and reviews and guides and videos and features. Stock and tips. <laughs> Stock tips and uh, uh-huh. recipes. All of your, um, all your, of your Pinterest links. <laughs> your, uh, your dig.com profiles. Uh, lots of horny articles. Barnacles? <laughs> lots of horny barnacles. <laughs> horny articles. Fan by run by a bunch of horny barnacles. Uh-huh. Hello, thank you. It's all of us. It's me, your horny barnacle. <laughs> we have a new side off for the show. We finally have a real one. It's kind of a weird one this week. It uh, is a weird one this week. It's yeah. a weird week. It's a weird week. We're all at GDC. Uh, oh, Stephen, why don't you say who you are? Oh no, you mean you were just you know Shanghaiing the show so well that I figured I would just let let it happen. Uh, this is Steven Strom. I'm the managing editor of FiveBy.com. Uh, one of them, I guess, whatever. Merit, the other one, <laughs> the other managing editor point two of FanBy.com is not here with us this week for the very first week since we started doing this for real because we are in San Francisco right now at GDC, the Game Developers Conference. I don't know what that beat was. That was my wheelchair turning. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry about that. No worries. That sound that you heard just now of uh, <laughs> sincere apologies was John Warren, the editor-in-chief of Fanbyte.com. What can you say, John? What do you I, have to say for I, yourself? The only thing I have to say is just to part, to, just to part, part the curtain just a little bit is that uh, the four chuckleheads here could not figure out how to like get sound working, which is really 90% oh. why Merritt is not on the podcast this week. <laughs> Um, but you know, that's, that's okay. I'm actually Um, totally okay with this because I don't have my, uh, Adobe, uh, audition installed on my laptop. So I, this means I don't have to splice together the file or anything. That's good. Yeah. So this is actually okay. Uh, the other person, the other voice that you can hear in the background right now, sitting behind me, yeah, creeping on your shoulder, creeping, straight creeping, is Dylan Skiffington, the content editor. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's my title for now. Oh uh, yeah, still, still, still. I don't know. None of it means anything yeah. anyway. We're all fucking playing musical chairs here. Yeah, <laughs> totally all that, all the content I did. Uh, Jesus, I cannot speak today. Uh huh. I pretty much just only touch guides. That's that's the content, specifically the content. Yeah, that sounds about right. So I do right. SEO juice. Do SEO juice. SEO well, you, juice. You also tweet juvenile shit constantly. So. <laughs> I mean, I do. It's gone down significantly <laughs> since Merritt took over because uh, she's just way better at tweeting than I She's way better she's at tweeting very, juvenile she's, shit. Than <laughs> <laughs> she's taking over. Yeah, she's Listen, taking over. If you if you need me to tweet to the thirteen year old Fortnite players, I got you. Mm-hmm. But if you need generic gaming stuff, not my not my vibe. I'm gonna move over a little Listen, bit so maybe you can sneak in here. I, I don't know. PG, so. We also have Ryan Stevens here, but I don't know I'm if he's in the back row. Yeah, <laughs> he's fucking in the Vita gallery. We are using. No, we don't have all that. Oh yeah, we're using all that. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter what we say because it's gonna crash and we're gonna lose it all anyway. I've I've never had audacity so far. No problems, Jim. Yeah. I'm yeah. always ready for it. I'm always waiting for audacity to fucking crap out on me at the last second. But so far, we've, we're eight. This is seven and a half episodes in now. Thanks for the free ad for audacity. By the way. <laughs> well, it's a free program. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. 
Um, so yeah, we've uh, we we've had it, uh, I don't I was about to say an interesting two days. I don't actually know if it's been an interesting. Has two it, been, days. it hasn't really even been two days. It's been like a day. Ahead. It's been a day. Um, we we went. I I don't know. Maybe we should just go chronologically because I think it, there's a crescendo. So I was born in September fifteenth, nineteen ninety. No, <laughs> chronologically we would start with that guy back there. Oh. What, 1980. Oh, 1980. Oh, I'm pointing to me. I was like, I'm the baby. No. Yeah, you're the baby. I'm literally three. Not the mama. Not the baby. No, you're the baby. Mama. That's why you're we gotta mom. love him. <laughs> I love no, him. Mama John. This is gonna be an unlistenable podcast. <laughs> 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 so what was setting it apart from the rest of it? Yeah, no, it's so true. Oh, uh, so boy. yeah, we uh, got in and went to the mix. The mix. Where there was a DJ uh, playing the world's softest DJ music. Um, <laughs> I could not hear it. To I didn't a, know until to you a, just put it to a room full of devs that were showing their indie projects. And I don't know, we, put, we played some perfectly fine stuff. I played some Boyfriend Dungeon, which I really, really enjoyed. I think we'll put a piece up later in the we week should, about it. We should it. say what the mix is before the, we go. The mix! <laughs> Uh, it's just like an indie something indie exchange. The media, media indie, indie exchange. exchange. Yeah, because yeah, um, we're not past using the second X as X. In, mm-hmm. It's not acronyms. Is it acronyms? I don't know. Yeah. Well, that well, it would have. Yes. Technically, if we don't point this out, people are going to point this out. It's technically an initialism. I want to say, mm. or is it mm. no? All the way around, right? We have a lot of pedants that listen to this uh, podcast. It's pretty much our primary demographic. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And yeah, it's a good thing we hey, said clarified. I'm not okay with it. Mario? No, I don't, I don't Did you say Mario? No, no, it's a Mario. I'm just being pedantic. That's not what pedantic is. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, let me be pedantic about the fucking definition of pedant. <laughs> I I absolutely love the idea of Webster's Dictionary. Pedant. You pronounce Mario Mario. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Uh, oh my goodness. So I, I I think was I the only one that played Boyfriend Dungeon? Yeah. Yeah. Physically, I think. Yeah. Okay. I played it. <laughs> Did you play it emotionally? You played it emotionally. <laughs> no, I astral projected into the game. <laughs> Um, I yeah. was one of the boyfriends. I <laughs> I really enjoyed it. I, I I thought it kind of threaded the needle in a way I didn't expect between kind of like bastion like gameplay and also these you know virtual novel dating vignettes. Thank you. Wow, I'm sorry. That was that was a bad slip. Welcome to the pet and cat. Welcome to Bella. Yeah, it's I, I I really enjoyed the the visual novel vignettes too. You also have a uh, a cell phone that you check, which is, you know, beginning to be kind of a trope that people lean on, but they did it, I think, extremely well. Um, this is so. a game where it's like 50% a dungeon crawler action game, mm-hmm. and then when you're out of combat, you are dating your weapons, which morph into human beings. Yes. Um, and by dating them and building your relations with the ships with them, they get more powerful, and then you can use them more effectively in the dungeon. Yeah. Yeah. Was um, that dating in Xenoblade 2? Xenoblade Chronicles 2? Yeah. Not really. Okay. No. There were like those relationship charts, but it's not really the same thing. It's not thing. quite the same thing, okay. no. It's, it's, it, that's more of a, like, a, a direct, like, that's a single-player Gashapon game, basically. Where it's like you're trying, you're rolling for those to get your, like, your favorite waifu and whatnot. 
in that game? I am significantly more interested in it now. Yeah. That's really <laughs> straight up what it is, like 100%. Um, so, yeah, Boyfriend Dungeon definitely looked, stood out. It was one of the standouts of the I, Yeah, I mean, it was, it, was the, it was the favorite thing that I played. I didn't play a ton. I did get talked at a lot about yeah. games. Um, For sure. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Did anyone else play anything that was, like, of note? Aside from going to the bar and getting a cider that knocked Dylan on his ass. <laughs> I feel attacked. Uh, I played The World Next Door or whatever. Yeah. Uh, what is that? Uh, it's a Viz Media game. Mm, what, uh, how, is it, how is it played? That's the part that I'm still not super clear on. Uh, how do you describe it? The guy described it as, like, a, uh, which you, you definitely... Um, I don't, it, 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 God, how about I explain this? It uh, looked almost like, it was a, like a little bit like Mass Effect, and that you can have multiple choices. Whoa, what? <laughs> like the question, the, talk, the speaking. Whoa. You can speak with people and have your choices matter, <laughs> which is why I was saying it's like giving it too much credit. Uh, like that game is not that big. I was like, you took that one little thing where you're, you're, you're the things you say matter. Uh, I don't think he gave me that spiel. That's really wild. That's funny to me. That's funny. It wasn't really too much of a spiel. For, for listeners, the way that this game looks is it's like a, it's a top-down like two D, not pixel it's like art a puzzle game. It looks like. It looks like an action, active puzzle game, like a real-time puzzle yeah. game. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I guess the gist of it is like, uh, so there are characters, and it's the usual, like, anime thing where there's one character on one side of the screen, a character on the other side of the screen, and people pop in and off the sides based on when they're talking or whatever. Right. Very persona, very Shinokami yeah. Tensei. Yeah, and then like combat-wise, it's like a puzzle game that's like match three, you know. Uh, bejeweled style where you put together four lightning bolts and like the tiles electrocute or you put together four hearts and you heal yourself or you put together but you're like whatever. dodging laser blasts yeah you're also dodging enemies that are moving around in real time and firing at you in real time um, and you could also move puzzle pieces like one at a time so like if you see like something that's not quite working you can go to the other side of the map grab the thing and drag it over uh, do you get yeah. any sense of like what the premise of like the story is? Because it's got very striking art and character design, I think. But uh, so there was like a good, I want to say two and a half to three minute thing in the beginning, where before you even play, which was a little dragging, uh, at least on the show floor. Right. Uh, but the, I guess the generic, generic story is like uh, every year or every so many years, uh, there are these two worlds that uh, are connected for a single day by this gate. And by a lottery system, they send people over, and it just so happens you're the lucky girl that gets sent over. Do you uh, want to be sent, sent over? over? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, people want to go over. It's like a privilege to get sent over to the other world. Okay. One world's like humans, and the other world is people with horns. That's like a plot of a sci-fi movie. And unicorns. Many, many. Yeah. I was gonna say. It's, yeah. it's a pretty stereotypical story on that front. But, but the character yeah. designs are really good. Uh, I don't remember who they said um, designed them. Uh, but they're nice. It's not Erica Lahai, but it looks it, the the artist that immediately it's, I think of is Erica Lahai. It's got a it's got a really good art style. In fact, I know I know some people on the art team from previous projects that I worked oh, on. The background they, uh, yeah, I, I mean it's a it's a pretty game. I do agree that like if you stroll past that game, you don't get a single idea of how it plays. Right. Yeah. Uh, which it's might not matter for last night. A little bit. I, yeah, a little bit. yeah, a little bit. I, I I did see a lot of indie games that, um, and now I mean now I, since I've been on the other side and made the sausage for eight years, I can be uh, I won't be that critical, but I will be a little bit of just like 
like the first of all, it sucks to like go into that room and present something. It's like you're it's like a science fair. Yeah. It's like it's just this weird science fair, but your entire career like rides on it. Right. Um and so it's it one, it was actually a really terrible relief to be on this side of it, not that <laughs> side. Um, just as a quick note. But uh, the other side the, the other part of that is I think it is really, really tough to put together a demo that visually explains what your game is. Right. And, you know, there were just a lot of perplexing decisions about just, like, cutscenes that go on too long, and you have to put on these headphones, and it's just, yeah. like, yeah. it sucks to show a game at these things. Yeah. Like, it <clears throat> sucks. The, the density, there's, like, no... I don't think anyone had more than one station. No. Yeah, that and, sucked, too. Yeah. Yeah. And so there wasn't ever a long wait, but there was always a wait pretty much wherever. Yeah. And... You if a game even had a bunch of people bit of playing that didn't know what they were doing, so things didn't really show. Well, yeah. there was um, a Ninja Goose game which has already got its day in the sun, even though it's not out. Yeah. So that's kind of like a known unknown. And that was also one of the busiest games there. It was like impossible yeah. to get you, you, a demo. You had an idea of what it was. But... Yeah, yeah. I, I I don't want to be too critical of like the event or the indie specifically. I just like I did come away again, you know, for the billionth time of being at one of those, just feeling like. This is not the. This sucks. This is a bad. Like, this, this is a bad way to do it. Sucks, or is it? It just could be better. I I don't. Like, I don't know if it's I don't like really they know limit it. the numbers. Do they try to get people a couple extra? Like here's the thing. Like if you're not an indie dev, if yeah. you're like you have a PR person or a community right. team, and they can right. like man stations and stuff like that or right. whatever. And you have like at E3, there's a lot of games, but it's like you know, there's twenty. Fucking hello neighbors, you can go play. <laughs> there are right? tons, of the, but, but and they're also uh, on the show floor on those expo floors. There's usually enough booth space per game that it, there's a, oh. like kind of an isolation. Also, it, it was yeah. crowded. Yeah, it was. It was really. The, it was yeah. the most crowded, like one of these kind of like yeah. little mixer eventy type things I've ever been to. Yeah, you could was, not move through yeah, that place. Oh, I could not move at all. I'm yeah. like, nipping at people's like ankles the entire night. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I, I think I hit literally five people with one. Oh, it's just you know the burden yeah. slash yeah. fun uh, of of being mean. Yeah. But uh, I, yeah, I just it could be better. Maybe that's like the the way to look at it. But like that setup, and I've been to a billion of them in Austin and L.A. and San Francisco. It's like uh, it. It's just. It just sucks as a dev because you you really don't get a clear sense of how your shit did yeah. because it's like so uh, loud and busy and tough well, to like read stuff. Also, I mean, you you ran a game studio. Did you yeah. have time to make vertical slices, or did, uh, you, have, or did you have people just start at the beginning of the game? Yeah, no, like, we, yeah, slices we, is like vertical a tool slices that has been tough. refined right. by. Big name game dev for way too long. No, we mean it's also kind of a problem. As no, well. when we showed the Sunday night, we we basically just started at the beginning and then cut it off after like the first mm. chapter. Yeah, and and it sucked because like like you we you have action the first two minutes and then you show up in a town and then the climax is nothing. Yeah, and then, like I just saw a lot of that last night too. Yeah, and so I had all these like. Uh, I won't say PTSD because that's like way, 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 way not strong enough. But I just mean these like weird flashbacks of like just looking at my own stuff and going, ah, yeah, this doesn't really do it. Like this doesn't really explain what we're doing. Yeah, I mean, some of those games might be fantastic. It's just yeah, and this is not me being like like you were saying. I'm not dogging on anyone. No, it's, like, it's a hard. I think thing it's to super do. hard. Yeah, 
Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I played some interesting stuff. I just also think so many of the things I did play, like that venue is not the way to no. be introduced to most of that. For the first time, especially. Yeah. If you know what you're in for, oh, but then that ends up creating the opposite problem. It's like, you know what you're in for, and yeah. then suddenly you've got the most crowded booth in the place, and yeah. everybody's just trying to mill around, and anybody who's never seen your game before can never see it because it's choked behind a line. Yeah, there was a big uh, big line for a Goose game, which I, I didn't get through. Windjammers 2 as well, I believe. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. I, I, I might be wrong here, but I think uh, everyone's favorite Tai Chi enthusiast, uh, Jonathan Blow, he had his game, <laughs> The Witness originally it was just like kind of hidden at PAX Prime. Yeah. Like originally, yeah, it didn't it didn't get a lot of play at the yeah, it was uh, well, I think it was like also like under like a different name or something yeah. like that because goofy stuff. But it was called it, it was called Colorful Mist um, before, <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, because people murder me if I don't finish. Uh, so the, the the gist of the world next door or whatever is that you get <laughs> no it's fine it's fine no it's fine uh, but the gist of it is like you go through the portal and like if you don't cross back in time uh, you get stuck there and humans will die if they stay there oh and you went there the people you're with are like let's let them cast magic even though that's illegal or whatever so you go and cast magic and you get stuck in this dungeon and you get stuck on the other side of the world are you a human yeah you're human. Visiting this world of all non-humans. You're, you're all wearing masks, right? I am. The I'm humans are, yes. Okay. I'm having a hard time visualizing this. Um, Is it the completely matched three game, and then there's like cutscenes where you That's just talks? the combat. Yeah, no. The, the, the cut, literally, the, whenever the people combat. talk, it's okay. literally like an image on the side, and they just slide in and are basically... When it's not it. talking, you know, and when it's not combat. You're walking on like a TV screen. Did you, did you uh, ever play Under, Undertale? Yeah. yeah. Do you know the part in Undertale where uh, Papyrus creates that like big grid for you to walk on and it's like okay here's this big complicated grid you're gonna yeah, you yeah. know all that it is kind of like that it looks it, like it looked like the actual structure of what you were standing on looks exactly like that yeah. that yeah. like tiled floor with a bunch of different colors on it yeah yeah, yeah. yeah what I will say is uh, yeah there's some Toby Fox DNA and some of that yeah I also yeah. didn't get the full experience because his audio drivers weren't working exactly mm. um so oh, that's just the, the people, a big component of that game. Yeah, I was about to say, the, the people that made that soundtrack are, are really good. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, yeah. Do, you know, do you know who it is? Nope. Okay. <laughs> you, was there supposed to be voice acting or anything, do you know? Uh, they're, uh, they have a made-up language. Oh. Like Singlish. Okay. Um, he described it like... Uh, like Breath of the Wild. Yeah, like... Listen, I heard Breath of the Wild and Mass Effect dropped in the same, so that's why I was just like... He did not give me the Mass Effect. He gave me he, Mass Effect. He gave me the Zelda. Oh, no, he gave, the, he gave the person behind me Mass Effect while I was playing. I can, really I can see, it, depending on who you're talking to, like pulling up the Mass Effect things. Yeah. Like, but it, it's it's very simple stuff. It's like, how do you respond to this? And there's like, uh, they're all emoji. Like it's either like side eye or hard eyes oh. or unenthused or mm. happy. And like you choose Excellent. between them. Oh, it is. Yeah. yeah Sweat drops. That's all. That's almost more like. Um, like Dragon Age Inquisition. Yeah. I mean, they tell you what they're going to say. Oh, it's mostly about Dragon Age 2. Because those were, that was, yeah. I, I, I always love those. It's like um, Stern and then like, like I, I remember like you'd sometimes pick like a Stern option in like a Dragon Age game, but it's like the racist option. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like, I wish they used like just a slightly like, you know, it's like, <laughs> definitely they stick to what you're saying yeah like, yeah it's like I've, I've definitely played games where it's like oh I'm gonna be friendly to this person you're like let's go to bed I'm like whoa that's not the kind of friendly I was trying to be like at all right 
Um, I think that's still a big problem. That's still like a big problem. Games. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Played that, had cider, and then watched a bunch of games. That's, that's, that's you that had some cider, my man. I got my blitzed man. to shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We, we got bad um, ordered cheesesteaks, and these people play uh, motherfucking zucchini in my cheesesteak. Uh, I can't relive this. I can't be allowed to relive this. I've, I've never in my life I, been so offended as to get a zucchini. In a cheese please write in if you've ever had zucchini. I mean, yeah, please I mean, tell us if this is. It wasn't even an option. It wasn't an option wasn't as a topping on the website. Topping. Yeah. Um, but but we got we got yeah. Before we go into that though, I did play another game there that I thought was interesting. Oh, okay, good. That was uh, Bravery Network Online. Oh yeah, you were talking about this. Yeah, which none of us can remember the name of. Ever, um, but this game is basically like as listeners of the show might to know. I, I would feel remiss if I didn't bring this up because of how much Merritt has talked about playing Pokemon Showdown from week to week. Um, this game is basically just like them trying to make a more competitive, like original uh, Pokemon Showdown, which yeah. is um, to say it's a, it's a game that takes like the, the core combat mechanics of Pokemon, where it's like having a team of six. And then each of them has a limited number of uses of their abilities, and then you swap them out mid-battle over and over again to uh, kind of have, have this endurance battle between another team of six. And uh, the Pokemon Showdown model is that basically it just removes all of the, like, actually having to build up your teams and stuff like that, and you can just make, like, roll your teams of Pokemon uh, mathematically, and this oh, game cool. is that. Oh, um, but that's without, actually cool. Yeah, it's a, super neat, it's a super neat idea, except it's not... Pokemon looking at all, it is like this weird sort, this really cool sort of um, post singularity cyberpunk gender queer character designs, <laughs> yeah. uh, which D uh, Dylan loves the description of. It's very it's eloquent. Too descriptive. I was. It's very good. You asked me what I thought of it, and I was like, "That's really diverse." And then <laughs> that, I'm like, well. <laughs> yeah, there's there's like a lot of like interesting character, like the characters' bodies are very interesting, like the way they look and whatnot, like a very. Um, non-binary, like big beefy looking, like uh, androgynous pe people and stuff like that, or like they're, they're, the factions are, are called things like the cold and the beautiful, and oh, that's uh, really good. And the trust uh, punks. The trust punks is great. That yeah. is my favorite one. It's a, it's a bunch of like punks, but they're all like trust fund babies. They're all mm -hmm. just kids uh, or that have like super rich. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and and but in in the way that they kind of talked about it. Um, <laughs> Is it set in a world where everyone's immortal at this point? Because it's like post-cyberpunk, post-singularity, uh, all that stuff. Uh, so they are at a point now where they're bored of anything but like of normal pain and stuff like that because it's meaningless. So they are all your attacks, not, like a bunch of your attacks in that game are things like emotional attacks and uh, flirting <laughs> and things. Like there's one move that's like literally called pop buttons, and it plays a little animation of like somebody like pulling buttons open on their shirt and uh, buttons flying off in the distance and stuff. Hell yeah! There's one. Yeah. Sorry, no. Uh, there, there's one called the lunch invitation, uh, where you invite someone like you pull it like a piece of paper and invite someone to lunch, and it makes them hungry, and it has the same <laughs> it has the same effect as toxic from Pokemon, which is just like poison over every turn. Because um, they're they're completely obsessed with eating now. Yeah, because like, they have nothing else like to do fixated. and stuff like that. Yeah, huh? That's really good. Uh huh. That's so good. What were you going to say? I, I was just curious. Um, is Pokemon Showdown multiplayer? Yeah, Pokemon Showdown is like a is like a unofficial thing on the internet that yeah. you play multiplayer. Yeah. Is this multiplayer? This is multiplayer. Okay. The, the version they had there, they had. I only played against the CPU, but they had uh, CPU and 
uh, versus other people. No, that's, that's good. Yeah. That's real good. Yeah, for okay. sure. Oh, I, I, I think, just want to make sure. I think this particular crowd, the, the, the crowd of people, they like cited as another inspiration for this besides Pokemon Showdown as Netrunner. And I think if you make a game Ooh. that is inspired, yeah. I think if you make a game that is inspired by Netrunner and Pokemon Showdown and it doesn't have an online multiplayer, you are not making a game for is, your audience. Is it, is it asymmetric at all? <laughs> Uh, it's asymmetric in the sense that the different teams, like the Cold and the Beautiful and the uh, the Trust Punks, are oh asymmetric. You mean like uh, asynchronous? Like could, do you like make no, turns? No, no, uh, like how the hacker and the corporations. Oh no, it doesn't seem like that. It seems okay. like there are the different um, teams, the different factions have like different passive abilities and different all kind abilities. Of somewhat the same. More or less, yeah. Okay, it's cool. just it's you take a turn, you take a turn. But functionally, like they, it's. A lot of the aesthetic is more inspired by Netrunner and like the general like idea of wanting to just build complex decks of teams and stuff like that. But the actual like moment to moment like the way that you choose your abilities and stuff is very Pokemon like. So I have very a, competitive. One Pokemon. more dumb question. Yeah. I'm so sorry, but in 2010, you better win, but that's fine. <laughs> Activision released Singularity. That was a good game. So do we live in a post Singularity world? Oh God. God. I think John just retched. We did. Listen, I'm just gonna hang up my hat on the fact that I like Singularity. That's that's all I'm gonna take away. So thanks, listeners, for joining us on the. <laughs> it was a very good seven out of ten. Yeah, no, it's fun. Ray Kurzweil quit taking his weird pills to stay alive forever <laughs> after that game came out. He was just like, "Now we're done." <laughs> cool. Singularity is a cool ass game, though. <laughs> Oh. Singularity is uh, for people who don't know Singularity. Uh, people should go look up Singularity and and try to play that because it's a really cool game. You're not gonna explain my game. No, not right now. That's a, that's, no, I mean like you did this. It's a tough. It's a good thing oh, to explain. explain. Yeah, 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 totally. But it's it's uh it's also probably the last uh, full video game we'll ever see from Raven Software. <laughs> mm-hmm. Someone's gotta make maps, right? Yeah, somebody's gotta make Call of Duty maps for the rest of time. <laughs> I'm eating a cookie. No, that's right. We, we it's chips of hoisin. Welcome, welcome the crumple. The crumple. <laughs> Hi, it's our fifth member of the crumple. The crumple. The crumple. <laughs> the crumple. Um, um, yeah. Other than that, we didn't do a ton today. I don't think not really. No. So the three of us uh, went to the Google. So you know, two men and a baby. Uh, two. <laughs> <laughs> I can say because I'm the baby. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. <laughs> Which, okay, which one? Okay, so, alright. No, 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 which one? So, like, there are three men. There's Tom Selleck, there's Ted Danson, there's uh, uh, Steve Gutenberg. So, like, which of the three? I heard there's a ghost in that movie. There is a ghost. It was behind the, yeah, the curtain. Steve and the ghost behind the curtain. Alright, Steve, have you seen Three Men and a Baby? I'm not, but I know about the ghost. I'm okay. The, <laughs> <laughs> the one thing That's I know the about best. Three Men and a Baby is the ghost. Okay, well then, Ryan, I think you and I are left to figure out which one of us is which. Are you. I, 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 you might be Tom Selleck. Sure. Am I Ted Danson? Sure. Have you seen the So am I Steve Gutenberg? No one is yes anding me on this. Uh, I haven't seen the same class. Yes. I actually here. think. I think mine. Mine ain't a goddamn. Also, great podcast. I know. I know what I was thinking. <laughs> I will say I don't. I've not seen the movie, but I can say of the three of us, I do think you are probably the most uh, Tom Selleck like mm-hmm. yeah. between us, yeah. including your politics. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> God, it was just talking more like facial structure or yeah. and such. Yeah, um, I think he grows, he grows a fuller mustache than all of us, which is very Tom Selleck esque. Yeah. 
Yeah, I have a mustache for Jay Z. I don't think I can claim Ted Danson. I don't think it was charming or kind. You were on Cheers. I was on Cheers for a long time. Well, so so the thing is, like, the first thing I ever saw Ted Danson in was Becker, where he's like a very grumpy doctor. Yeah. Uh, You could be that Becker. You could be Becker. (laughs) Oh man, that's like the rudest thing you've ever said to me. Yeah, you're Ted Danson, but not the good early dancing or the 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 recent good dancing. The recent good dancing. It's the shitty middle dancing is what I am. Today you are getting all salty. Uh, Just on the phone call. Yeah, right. I, we God. need to die. <laughs> this this audio cannot leave this room. We all need to fucking burn it. Yeah, I, I this, this city brings out the worst in me. It works out the worst in everyone. Yeah, it is wild. Um, but we went to uh, Ryan and Dylan and I went to the Google keynote. Um, and they, they shoved my wheelchair ass in the back of the room so I couldn't see. I saw anything. your tweet. Um, <laughs> it was just like a picture of like one tenth of a screen. Well, yeah, there, there was, was a fake out. There was. We're at capacity. Oh yeah, that was such the yeah, whatever. whatever. Sorry, that's neither here nor there. Yeah, they told everyone that they were at capacity. <laughs> Our little section. Our little section. Every, a bunch of people got out of line, and then like they kept letting people in, and so I finally was just like, "What happened? What's going on?" And they were like, "Oh, we'll let you in." I was like, "What was the point of any of that?" It was strange. Yeah. But we, um, yeah, we saw the uh, the stadia, not stevia, the stadia, stadia. Uh, keynote, um, stadia union, stadia union. Um, and the, all the all the stars were there. That was Sundar, and there was Matt There was Matt Pat. There I was did not watch Jade Raymond. They, Jade Raymond, I yeah. I know. Um, and they, you know, they did their whole thing, and I, you know, I, details are details were both plenty and scarce. I would say because well, they yeah. they were very particular about like what it can do, you know, what it can do, how many teraflops it is. Oh, hey, so we got double the teraflops. <laughs> double the, uh, they it's more than the pro and the X combined is what they were bragging. Um, I felt like we got a skeleton, but we, we didn't get any of the muscle. Well, yeah, we yeah because we don't know how the business model works at all. Oh, we don't know like what you know it's like it, is it a subscription? I, I, is it, I can almost yeah. see them commoditizing it being as part of like their google fiber services and the cities are still supporting like i don't know we just don't know anything about it for something that is presumably coming out in the next nine months we yeah. don't know what happens with like what the latency is like we don't know um, what it's like. internet speeds the internet speeds all over the place data caps data caps rural internet speed i is terrible for the most part to be and, fair we looked it up netflix says if you want 4K video, you only need 25 megs down, which is a lot. Which, 25 mega, okay, one fuck megabits, but that's what everyone talks about. Yeah. So, 25 megabits is a tiny, tiny, tiny bit over three megabytes a second, which the FCC has now said is what has to, you have to deliver to be considered, considered broadband. Yeah, but you're not gonna get which 4K is, video on that. No, and also if you're sharing a connection with a bunch of people, mm-hmm. like with the, you know, it's like that that gets yeah. affected. Yeah, I, I mean that's the, that's honestly the biggest thing is when you're downloading anything in the house, everything stops. Right. Uh, it's not usually that bad when you're streaming, but if you're streaming, well, that's why I mean, if you're like seriously in the downloading stuff, you can throttle and control yeah. that stuff. I mean, we looked it up like 4K video for an hour and something like 10 gigs. I think it was uh, I can't remember if it was Swift on security or. Uh, or MCC on Twitter, but uh, they were, um, yeah, talking about it. it's 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 seven gigs an hour to do 4K. Well, but then add on HDR, 
which right. is more data, right. which I don't completely understand right. quite yet, but it's not just in the frame because your system has to interpret it. Yeah, and then right. uh, they're going to go from stereo to, sorry, I mean, audio is small, but it does start adding up. I mean, and if you do the nonlinear PCM, that stuff's actually pretty huge. Uh, yeah, there's so we're, many questions. We're, we're still in a, uh, a, a world where ISPs can basically data cap and throttle you in ways that are still relatively hard to decipher. It seems really um, good in South Korea, but we're here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 okay. Let me, I'll say a few good things about it. The, the, uh, the demonstration that they did jumping from device to device, mm -hmm. that was cool. Like I thought that was cool. Um, I thought the, uh, the tech specifically, that allows you to save your state and then share that state with a link yeah. to allow someone to play. Like, That's pretty cool. Like, I was thinking about this from a perspective of um, what if I, what if I, you know, lost my save file for a game where I got everyone up to level 99 and it's kind of like the old save state, like the save, uh, the saves that you get on like game facts yeah. or whatever to oh, like yeah. oh yeah it's like I, I don't know how like i've only done that like once or twice uh -huh. to kind of like restore something that i lost or wanting to experience something that i never could or did or right. lost it you know just lost my nerve trying to do in a game and that's a way to kind of share those things i think that's a really cool idea that most recent snk collection that like classics collection that came out on i think switch or whatever had a very similar function that was like super impressive because it was like they had all of the games in, mm -hmm. in the game and then they had a playthrough like a video playthrough that you could mm -hmm. just watch of the game but it but yeah literally at any time you could pause the playthrough right there and just pick up playing cool. from that like yeah. from that moment and it's just like holy shit and it's like seamless my specific use case um specifically because like I, I i'm playing witcher 3 right now and i was watching some witcher one playthroughs mm -hmm. uh, and i skipped two but the entire time uh the first one i was watching community was like uh make sure you upload your save after you're done mm. but like this system you could start witcher 3 and be like here it is there you go go play right right uh, which is way easier than downloading having to right. put it into your files having to you know Right. Or find like a weird, I remember with Mass Effect 2 and 3 and stuff like that, trying to have to find like weird third party software things where it was like, okay, here's 10,000 drop down menus and just remember choose all the different options. Yeah, yeah, choose like, did you punch that reporter or did you not uh, punch that reporter yeah. and stuff like yeah. that? Yeah. I can see that being really cool. I'd love to play that again with 3, where someone had played all the multiplayer to do all the right. unlock shit and uh -huh. so I wouldn't have to do that. There, uh, there is so much busy work in a lot of different games, even single player games yeah. now that like just give me the version of this like even Nintendo has kind of done something kind of mm -hmm. in this vein I don't think it's a great system but yeah the the, the thing that they're doing with like the, the cheat mode versions of like Metroid and stuff right. where it's like here's start Metroid but you have all of the weapons right. and stuff like yeah. that or even did Super Mario you like those really super easy characters you play as right did anyone play NES Remix yeah, they like throw you right into the middle of like classic scenarios. Yeah. that could be actually kind of interesting. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. I mean, I, I think I, you know, kind of, kind of looking at that from a uh, sharing stuff with your friends and community and Twitter, like that's going to be huge right. just for being able to like, like what, what did, how did y'all resolve the situation? Share, you know, it's like. I could see that. I could see that. There were things that I really appreciated with that feature. Even, even for, I, I know I keep harping on this one particular feature, mm -hmm. but like, even for very small things like 
I went into Fallout 4 and made this character model and then saved immediately afterwards. So you can just get my character mm. model that I built right now that looks exactly like Janelle Monet or whatever. You don't have to like import the code <laughs> yeah. or go through or input, Yeah, right? totally. Uh -huh. you, like, or it's, no code and try to get as close as possible. Theoretically, it's a lot of work done for developers that like they don't then have to do on an individual game-by-game -game basis because it's already existing at a system yeah. level. And, and actually from a... I actually didn't think they were going to go at this from a consumer level when they started talking about save state stuff. I thought QA immediately. Oh, I was like, 100%. from a developer perspective, I was like, if I can't recreate something, that's the most maddening thing in the world because mm -hmm. someone can explain oh, how they got to uh, a scenario, and if I can't replicate it, then it basically doesn't. It exist. doesn't matter. So yeah. It doesn't matter. And, we'll see if and if if you send me a save state and it kind of gives me a rundown, I actually thought they were going to dive deep into that, but I immediately, as a former dev, was like. That's actually an incredible way to look at I bet it bug, will, yeah. bug squashing. Absolutely. It's all Linux, so it's probably all less obfuscated. Yeah. As well. Yeah. I, so I, I bet that, that will was, end up if this becomes if this sticks around long enough. I bet that does just become a thing that QA testers use a lot. I just immediately I was like, that's incredible. Yeah. Like, that that would be a really incredible I, thing. I because even in the future they could just literally like push a button to send your data and then they can, they can just yeah. pick it up. It like goes yeah. to their servers like you don't yeah. have to send the link. Right. And even on the flip side, I mean, even what we were just talking about with like taking your game to a, a fucking uh, showcase yeah. and not having a vertical yeah. slice, you can play through what you want to a scenario that you have. I know it's like you can do safe states and all that stuff, but it's like having a link that you can constantly go back to does cut the the like the, the a bunch of steps and, a bunch yeah. of steps out of that process so i thought that was actually a cool feature on a lot of levels i thought a lot of the stuff that they were also showcasing was impressive from a technical <coughs> perspective but boy i i know y'all gave me kind of an eh about this but like the ability you know they really went hard into you're a youtube creator you're a Markiplier, you're a MatPat, you want well, you're one of your fans to basically jump into the game with you. Here's basically a lobby matchmaking system, which is just hop into the game with me. Here is a link directly from the thing. I think that has astonishing repercussions for like how bad YouTube and other social media groups have moderated very specifically alt-right, hard-right content. And I think this is a way to actually make this situation much worse than it is now. Um, but I, I think I'm the doomsayer of this group about that. But I like I, I, mean, I see it being but... a drastically, monumentally stupid thing to allow people to do. I, I think it is. But I mean, I get the appeal of it because like, it is kind of tedious when someone's like hey join on me if you want you know like you have to add me you have to go add money you have to go join, do all this stuff yes like i get it right um if there's like control over the making sure those people can't talk that's one thing but if they can just do whatever that could yes be disastrous but then again there's already a certain amount of inherent trust when you let people join your games because they could troll they could you know stream snipe yeah, but it's like it's, if it's all live and living color right there in the stream. I, I just it's just seems like a one. It's a boon for YouTube in terms of being like the place to. I I, I thought today was bigger for you. I, I I've seen it said a lot of places, but I agreed 
today was in a lot of ways bigger for YouTube than it was for like games because I don't buy that the bandwidth is there yet for this to be a highly right. adopted thing. Yeah. Um, but I do buy that the people that can adopt it will do a lot of damage to Twitch yeah. right now. I mean, not having to... Which is Amazon. Not which is Amazon. Which is... Yeah. Which they can do a thing. I get it. scale up to, like, who's fighting who. I know. It's Amazon versus Google. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but I mean, not having to both run the game and stream on the same PC, unless you're, like, some actual streamer, you're not going to have two PCs set up to do that stuff. No. Right. Like, just removing that barrier is ridiculous. There, I think... Yeah. I, I think the other big thing that... Uh, stuck out in my mind is the elimination of needing to have high-end a high-end rig to run games on high yeah like well that's the whole point i mean like we're done having the hairworks conversation yes it can run like well we don't know about hairworks that'd be crazy <laughs> but like that's obviously the, the biggest thing um like if, if that were like let's say the bandwidth is there whatever yeah. i that that's incredible like that is amazing i would love to play I would love to play super high resource intensive games on my machines that I did not spend four thousand dollars well, on. Well, here's like, the thing: I, I just can't afford it. Here's the thing: like the history of how this stuff has worked in the last like twenty-ish years, yeah, is MP3s sound kind of bad. People will never adopt them. I love MP3s. Put them in my ear holes. Uh, right. uh, Netflix has to buffer, and sometimes it looks SD and crunchy. I'm never buying another DVD again. I don't care. Right. So I think people are going to get dips. I mean, the, the, the core gamer definitely cares about, you know, how many FPS they're getting and blah, right. blah, blah. And like that, I don't think it's going to be completely wheedled out immediately if this is successful. Right. But I feel like a lot of people will be like, cheap, good, awesome, give it to me. They bundle it in with a subscription service, which I think is really possible and scary. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I think the craziest thing is like, we knew the Jade Raven thing. Yeah. She was at Google. But here's the thing. Google has been very good outside of like the doodles and stuff. They facilitate the creation of content. Yeah. They don't make the discovery. Content. They don't make content. No. no. There's you could argue some of the YouTube original stuff, but I would say not really. It's still more of a platform. Look. Them making first party games is interesting to me. Because this is what you always heard with people is like Oh, if I'm going to be on a Nintendo system, I'm competing with Nintendo. But they don't make... It, I mean, but it's like uh, Nike doesn't make first uh, video games, but if they hired a bunch of people that are really good at it, they do. Like, that's not but, like... That's not, you know, that's not that weird. I think it's weird because okay. they become the competitor. Yeah. no, I like, That's that. why it makes me think subscription service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's all time on platform. Stupid, stupid yeah. time on platform. I know, I know. Uh, I think that's and the time on platform with YouTube, the whole thing, how many times, you said this earlier, how many times does it say YouTube today? Oh, a billion. Yeah. A billion. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I no, mean, the verticality of that, like owning all those verticals I'm, and it existing there, that's, that is the, that's I mean, it. That's what they want. Don't forget, uh, 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 Twitch was just in TV and they thought streaming in general was going to be their cash cow, but no, it was actually streaming games. Right. Also, the guys who founded Twitch made a calendar app that was really successful until yeah. Google decided to make a calendar app. So it is kind of a weird yeah. tug of war there. By the way, shout out to that one Justin TV channel that just showed every single Raw and Nitro uh, and then pay-per-view like in order chronologically for like two years. I don't know if you ever saw that. But no, I did not. My very favorite thing. That's in the super world. good. It was amazing. 
Uh, <laughs> it was before the WWE Network, so that's um, why it was so incredible. I think Ryan's Word of Scary is also a really good one, just because it's Google is scary. already super powerful. Like, where oh. is this a singularity? No, like, it's super. Yeah. not. This is late capitalism. <laughs> everything I heard was like uh, more powerful games with easier access to like good, 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 good. But then you realize it's Google doing it. Of course. And I'm like, ugh. Right. I mean, this is like, like that's almost lost in the conversation, which is which is bonkers because it's just like. Yeah, no, it's just them being, just them announcing their intention for this to be even a bigger monopoly than ours. Yeah, and I mean, I understand, like, Amazon could do this, but they they have to Amazon has almost more called their shot on being being the one company that delivers all your actual physical needs. Yeah. Uh, uh, But think of their cloud infrastructure. I get it, I get it, but, like... They've, they've got their stuff that they've got to protect. Yeah. And I know they have more money than every god that's ever existed, but it's like, they've... I, 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 I just, I don't buy that they've, they've like, they, they bought, they bought what is the, the studio thing that they did, the tools. Lumberyard? Lumberyard. They did the Lumberyard thing. So like Crytek, Nobody right? fucking cared. Yeah, but did you see CryEngine was on the partner list? Yeah, or? I did. It's kind of funny. But, it, but it's like, like, they dabbled and never dived in. I'm not even sure Google's really dabbled. They've invested on the sidelines in these things and then this is the intro. Yeah. And we knew it was coming. My whole thing with Amazon is like I, I don't know if they even suggested they have their shit together enough. I mean, on, I know on, on, the, they, they bought like a couple of somewhat minor developers that bought Double Helix right. way back when. Um, right. They canceled that done game. Nothing. Uh, God, I can't remember what it was yeah. called. The was going to, they were trying to do like an esport game that was straight edge yeah. canceled. I mean, yeah, but I mean, it's just Garments like there. there's so much That's there poison. that could be changing just because like Amazon could, Amazon's probably the best poised to do this. Microsoft could probably make the moves to do it. Sony might be able to, Nintendo won't because Nintendo really doesn't need to. Sony has it, but that's the question. Everyone here is a PS4. Who has even tried? Well, maybe speaking. Has anyone I mean, tried oh, PlayStation now? No. They bought Gaikai or Gai Gaikai. Gaikai. Yeah. I mean, Online died. Online was way smaller. It was way before its time. Um, I don't know. Amazon's cloud infrastructure is very, very strong. It's very. Strong. And not to make a joke of it, but I know Xbox has the whole Azure thing, yeah. and all of those rumors about Battle Pass is coming to Switch, all the Halo shit's coming to PC. Yeah. yeah. But we'll, here's the thing. Will Microsoft play nice with Google? I don't know. I don't know. They, can, they can do it. It's just kind of. But now this is like becoming well, a Wall Street Journal. <laughs> no, no, but 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 I did think that was interesting that they said, "Hey, uh, cross-platform is really important for us. Oh, it's sorry. in it's in the devs' hands." Mm-hmm. So they're still leaving this very much open to like, "Hey, if you can play nice with us or not, you know." And, and I think it's going to be up to a lot of these platform holders to decide if they're because uh, you're right. I mean, Xbox putting stuff anywhere near a Nintendo console yeah. is well, maybe the strangest low-key story of 2019 and like nobody's really talking about it. Yeah. That's a that's weird. I mean like that's a I weird would thing. say it was until they let Rare publish all those Game Boy Advance games after they bought them. Yeah. I Which I mean true. they weren't competing Those weren't Game space. Boy games though and like yeah that's just it. Like but they weren't competing It's still kind of weird. Um, yeah. I don't know. The only, the only thing, the only reason I'm not more concerned than I am is because the consoles have always been a loss leader. So in theory, if they get rid of the consoles, it'll save them money because they make money in the games. Yeah. Well, you guys just played Metro on a 2080 Ti. Yeah. With uh, ray tracing. Ray tracing. Yeah. And it was beautiful. Yep. 
uh, I mean, well, they're going to the AMD, so I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> but like, if you're like, hey, get your iPad or your like cheap off-brand Android tablet, and you can play this beautiful-looking game. Just invest in buy the game. I mean, that's the end result for like the piece. Like Steam should be maybe a little worried. I know there's those rumors that Steam was going to be part of the thing. Sorry, I'm yeah, 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 no. But the idea now is like, if I'm Ubisoft. I can sell Assassin's Creed looking better than it looks anywhere mm-hmm. to like literally, literally it's, everyone. It is actually like that's the honestly the scariest thing is like out of the gate, no one can compete. Like you don't need hardware, you don't need like you're gonna get the best fidelity, you're gonna get the best performance, like outside of maybe some lag that we haven't proven, outside of maybe some like quality drop, like you're gonna have less lag because everyone's connected to Google instead of going to each other. Like I think the way the place that that falls down is just like again an infrastructure thing, like the the state of at least maybe the, and maybe they're not positioning this as something that they care about in the U.S. as much. You know, I don't I don't know how exactly they view it internally or whatever, but the U.S. is physically fucking huge, and yeah. there is just not the physical like the physical physical geography and stuff like that. Like there's talk about like you know, satellite internet getting better and stuff like that, but I don't think it's there yet to, uh, to stream know, video games. Yeah, this is like a five-year problem, I think, because obviously games that are in development now aren't going to be that different, but like five years from now, if Sony and Microsoft hasn't done something, the best version of the game will be Google, period, if it takes off. Like, that's it. Like Again, but how do you get those into the hands of people who don't have internet that can run it, period? Well, and they, they can't they, just go buy they, they a console. They did show a map of all of their data nodes. I, this is... This is barely related, but I thought it was interesting that uh, Madagascar has two. Yeah. Oh, wow. When they showed the map, I was yeah. like, but I, oh, hey. But I guess it's like a trade-off, right? Like, do you take, like, even with people with okay internet, like, I imagine 100 megabits down, you're probably going to be able to handle most things, like 50, 25, whatever. But is it worth it? Would you rather have a thousand player battle royale than play it on console with 100 people? Like, would you rather take some drops here and there and have a better game period? A thousand player battle royale already sounds boring as well. I, I mean, I just mean like fundamentally they'll be able to do way much more on Google services if they want to. Multi I, multiplayer that's not showing up in twenty nineteen, is it? But they kept mentioning multiplayer. Oh, I know, but yeah, like, like I mean, now, but. what I want to see, and I know I've said this to the room already, is that they need to show two people playing Street Fighter Five or any fighting game, right? That are in two different locations, right? And yeah. have them not be stooges and legitimately say how they feel about. Like yeah, playing it like that. But then also too, I was gonna say as well, like it goes beyond like physical problems too with the internet and the bandwidth. It goes into data caps and the state of data caps and like maybe things are starting to look a little bit better there as like Ajit Pai or whatever fuck his name is is like <laughs> on his way out or I don't even know what's no, going on. Like five years left. Oh, okay. Um, or as he's getting like you know dunked on or whatever because I, I feel like I've heard about that more recently. I don't know, but. That is that whole situation just from a like top down like U.S. government corporate level is so fucked. It's um, bad that like. Does, does anyone here have caps? No, no. no. Uh, AT&T uh, tried selling me one. Does like, like most of Canada have caps? Yeah. I, I, I have Rogers a soft, I have a soft cap. They throttled a little bit. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't. Mm. Uh, no, I only have two. Obviously, two. I have Comcast, AT&T. AT&T offered me thirty bucks cheaper, but if you go over a terabyte. Um, right. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's ten bucks every like fifty days. Okay. So you're gonna you're gonna play. <laughs> I'm gonna download Halo twice. You're, you're gonna, you're, Seven let's gigabytes. Say, let's, an say, hour, let's right? say you beat. Let's say you play 120 hours of Witcher three in a, in a month, 
and you're playing all of it at 4K. Yeah, that's, you're gonna like, know that immediately. <laughs> yeah. Completely destroy that. Yeah. Which is what makes me almost wonder if this is like not something that is being designed necessarily with like American markets yeah, even I, in I mind. Yeah, I saw some people saying that like this is meant for five G. Like, this is this is meant for Kansas City no, and the other and the other cities where uh, fiber still exists. Yes. Right. But, uh, the <laughs> only the only really I think solid, I literally have fiber. I'm not. I can't remember. The only really solid internet takes I heard were like if you have fiber now it's great. If you don't, it's meant for like however many years it is when you have five G. Right. Did you see what's his blindness? Tech tips, which I don't normally check out, but they literally installed a 10 gigabit Ethernet connection in their house oh my like God. last week. No, they went to speed that. test and it was 1100 down, 2500 up. <laughs> he's fine! Yeah, he's fine. Yeah, uh, yeah so he's the, fine. I think the other thing that I don't, John, you had like a uh about was the whole art style swapping oh, thing. Oh man, I, I thought that was cool. It is cool. Like, well, so basically, I'll explain that real quick. It's basically taking machine learning, yeah. looking at a 2D image and creating textures that can basically uh, overlay like the 3D textures of like a game world. So I've seen this in the context of people taking like Resident Evil 1 remakes and like mm -hmm. because those are all 2D backgrounds right. that are pre-rendered like using these to like make HD remakes on the fly with, right. with machine learning. Yeah, so that like the, the I, I would say the functional uh, use of that is doing what kind of Steven just said is like taking maybe older games and upscaling them yeah. in ways. Uh, the, the but that's not what they they showed us today. What they showed us was like, hey, here's a here's here's Starry Night by Van Gogh. We've now put it on this mega generic 3D running game, and I was like, I get because it was introduced by the Tequila Works, uh, Luce, what's her name, Luce Sancho. Hmm. Uh, she, she was talking about, hey, it took us forever to like finalize, it was presented like this. It took us forever to really finalize the look and feel of Rhyme. Right. This would have saved us a lot of time. And then it was presented as, here are these art styles that we would present to a machine in a 2D template that then would overlay a 3D environment I don't understand the two things. One, that takes like the craftsmanship out of that art to me, and maybe it's just a way to get a leg up on a style, and then you can tweak it from there. Yeah, it's, it's, it's rapid prototyping. It's rapid prototyping. I get it, but I'm also like, is that like, is that really going to be used yeah. like that in these? I mean, you maybe get an idea videos? of the look. It's like how you can throw set like I mean you ask a three D person they can throw cell shading on like that or like you know right. run shaders right um, but like when they put the Pac Man one on that was that one I feel like was legit I think all the other ones they doctored a little bit yeah. like I don't know also it made me think what's the thing called is it deep dreaming the Google thing where it like makes nightmares out of yeah. videos oh, yeah. 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 yeah yeah um the, it made me think of that this this stuff. does also remind me of, remember when Borderlands One was originally announced and it was like a <laughs> super generic it was, yeah. Yeah, super do you ever see the original Okami? No, I didn't know there was yeah. an original Okami. Also weirdly realistic. You see huh. the, uh, did you see the modded version of Breath of the Wild where they take cell shading out? Weird. It looks no. was really weird. terrible and yeah. sad. I can't remember. Yeah. There was some game that they modded and every texture was replaced with the same texture and it was like someone's face, like Jim Carrey's face. Or something. <laughs> it was pretty fun. Well, there was that Monster Factory video where they put Louis Anderson's face on everything. Um, and on Dark Souls. Anderson. On Dark Souls, yeah. So, I guess my question with this is, are Google 
Are Google is Google, Google is Google deciding all of these that are available for selection? Or are you able to make your own? It's for devs. Because if you're able right to make now, your own, oh, it's that's for devs. But that's, that's like for devs. Well, all right. So here's no, the, they said no hacking. Well, what about modding? God. Oh. Yeah, that, that was also that question. Uh, but that's up to devs. I bet. My what's the environment? Like? Yeah, all right, fair enough. My main question was, like, so she was like, oh, if, if we had if we had this for Ryan, we could have done it way easier. Uh, say I'm a developer. I take a screenshot of Ryan, screenshot of Ryan. Use that. I just stole your art style. Like that mm, seems like a no no. Yeah. That seems like like this seems like an IP nightmare. Yeah. Like this it's, this looks this looks a lot like Borderlands. Can you prove that this isn't using Borderlands? I do have a trademark lawyer we can talk to. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. It just it seems like a nightmare. Sure. That's my first gut. The yeah. the whole look like stuff with software is really weird. Like it goes back to fucking Lotus One three when they tried to sue all the other um, spreadsheets out of existence back in the eighties. Did you uh, did you hear what he asked? Can you own a feeling? Can you buy me a feeling? Anyway, that's sorry. Awesome dad. Yeah, <laughs> that's the only Simpsons I sleep in a race car. Yeah, <laughs> I sleep in my bed. Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, wow, you sure uh, didn't talk about Google. A lot. You sure did talk about Google a lot. Sorry. Is it kind of weird that the controller is hooked up directly to the internet? Yeah, that is yeah. super strange. I mean, it makes so much sense, but it is also weird. Like it's a you know the Internet of Things. Uh-huh. Here's another thing. Also, it's just a Switch Pro controller. Yeah. I also I also do like all right. So maybe I'm just not a tech person, but they were like, oh, it connects directly to the thing in our servers, so there's no lag. And I was like, that's not my controller just go into the computer and go to the servers too, and there is yeah, lag. Like, yeah, that's not how lag. Like, it's just, they're trying to cut out a middleman. That it's is like, like literally saving me like. Milliseconds, I get milliseconds is a big deal sometimes, but yeah. That is have, a, you, have you ever read about any of the stock market micro trading stuff? Okay. They wanted to blow up <laughs> a mountain to cut off three milliseconds between Chicago and New York. Like, literally. That's incredible. It's dumb. I hate money. Yeah. We hate money too. On, <laughs> on, on, that, on the yeah, note of it, hating money, uh, yeah. yeah, that's basically the entire theme of our podcast is how much we no, hate we're money. Capitalism. capitalism. Yep, uh huh. Uh, on that very important and very, like I would say, uh, illuminating note, yeah, we should probably call it there. We're coming up on about an hour here. So uh, thank you all for sitting in with us here on uh, the eighth episode of uh, Fan Whip. I definitely appreciate it, John. Oh, thank you. Uh, yeah, we missed you, Merritt. Thank you so much. Yeah, for definitely having, miss Merritt. For, uh, for, for having us. Uh, we're here. Yeah, for letting <laughs> us do this. Thanks for you. having us. <laughs> Thanks for bailing, Merritt. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, I wasn't thanking Merritt for having us. Let's say we're here. So yeah. Dil- Dylan doesn't get us enough. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Ryan, for uh, sitting in here behind me. <laughs> Dylan can have mine. Oh, I gotta go up to my fitness app. I'll be back. Yeah. So uh, we will probably be back uh, again at the bare minimum. We'll be back next week. We'll see about maybe doing more recordings here. Uh, yeah. With GDC. We have a busy day tomorrow, so we'll see. We have a busy day, and uh, we get tired very easily because we're you know babies. We're babies. Yeah, we're babies. We're old men and babies at the same time. Uh, thank you for listening. You can find us on uh, fanbyte.com as always. You can find me on uh, Twitter at, at Steven Strom, S T E V E N S T R O M. Oh gosh, you can find me, uh, John, at Floppy Adult on Twitter, at Floppy Adult no on Twitter. What, uh, where can people find you, Dylan? Uh, at Skippington underscore. Uh, I'm not going to spell it for you because that's too damn long. I just do it all the time. I just like, I think I do. That's fine. Yeah. I don't even do it on this podcast very often. I do it on my other podcasts. I think this might be the first time I've spelled myself my thing out this time. Uh, Ryan, Ryan, where can we find you? Uh, I'm the other. No, the. 
Just other white tofu. Other white tofu on Twitter. Uh, so yeah, um, well, we hope you enjoyed this discussion about Google and uh, money. And I think we talked about a video <laughs> game in there using at some Bing point. Now, yeah, everybody has to start using Bing now. It's wild. Uh, and I said, well, I guess since I'm, I'm kind of floundering here because I'm like, what's, what's going on? Like, how do we usually end this? And I remember oh. Merit always is the one who. Hey, what's the, the, Hey, what's the uh, what's the catchphrase of the show? Keep gaming, gamers. Keep gaming, gamers. Keep gaming, gamers. From the Bible. You're welcome. What more can we say? <laughs> Bye. There you go. Podcast. <laughs>